Welcome back. Illigrance Radio, KCI 88.9 FM, Irvine. Playing a bit of the Chicago sound. That in the background. Esso, you familiar with them, Alex? Uh, I am, yeah. I, I know those. I know those cats there. They're good friends. So uh, we're here with Alex, uh, one of the members of Dos Santos. We've been playing with, uh, playing their music. Uh, thanks to Josie, who just got here to talk about uh, their latest release and other projects they have coming in, uh, local tour, actually, things going on. So uh, go ahead and introduce yourself, Alex. Who else is with you? Anybody else? Oh, it's just, it's just me right now, but no, thanks thanks for for uh, having me on and on your show, and uh, saludos to all the folks listening. Uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, talk to us about who's uh, who are some of the members in the in Dos Santos and how long has it been going on? Yeah, so we've been together since uh, 2013 and uh, based in Chicago. And uh, everybody is kind of from from all over the place, which I think speaks to uh, you know really the city itself, but. Uh, you know, I'm I'm uh, born in the states, but of Mexican descent. My my folks migrated to the U.S. Uh, when they were young. Uh, our conguero is Puerto Riqueño. Uh, our drummer is from Panama. He's actually a migrant. He migrated to the Chicago area about 20 years ago. Uh, our bassist uh, Jaime. He is uh, so our conguero's name is Pete. The drummer's name is Daniel. And our our, our bassist Jaime. Um, also uh, Mexican-American, but uh, this is kind of not uncommon in Chicago, but uh, where, you know, his folks migrated to the city and then went back to Mexico. So he grew up in Mexico, in San Luis Potosí, uh, even though he was born in the States. And, um, and then our guitarist is a Chicagoland native, Nate Karajanis, uh and so, yeah, we've been together since 2013, uh, Chicago, touring the states, putting out records, and uh, this latest one, um, logos on a, a local label in Chicago called International Anthem, and that's kind of what brings us out to to L.A. Uh, in a couple weeks. <laughs> Is this your first time in L.A., doing a show? No, no. Um, it would have been, I think this is, will be our third time in Los Angeles, the L.A. land area, yeah. We've played, um, let's see, The Echo, a couple other venues uh, that I forget the names of right now, but we've, we've been going not as often as we'd like, just mm-hmm. um, unless you're routing a tour through there, it's kind of hard to get out uh, all the way from Chicago, but um, but uh, we have a lot of friends out there, and we always love playing the city. It's great. It's great. Would you say the music scene in Chicago is a little bit, um, I know like in L.A. they really embrace that kind of fusion of um, kind of like old school, like Latino music and like Latin soul, Latin soul like Chicano Batman. Do you think there's kind of a mm-hmm. similar scene in Chicago like that? It's you know, it's interesting because I, I don't, I mean, I, I feel like every scene of Latino music in every city is just going to be distinct, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it speaks to, like, your histories and your histories of migration, for instance, and just the city itself. And, you know, I think that, you know, we're in the context of the city of Chicago, um, you get a number of things. Um, there's not necessarily that what you're talking about, and I think that's super particular to, like, you know, L.A., Southern California, and even 
some parts of Texas. I mean, if you think about that old sort of Chicano brown sound coming out of like the west side of San Antonio, it's not too dissimilar from like what's going on in LA. Um, but you know, Chicago doesn't necessarily have that. Although um, you know, a lot of our, of our DJs and DJ crews love that music and spin it and grew up with it. I grew up with that stuff, etc. But um, but you, Chicago, I think, is is um, really a kind of Latinos that are really, really baked into the sounds of the of the city with respect to its music scenes, you know, um, and a lot of which sometimes goes um, unnoticed, you know. But yeah. you know, you have this really huge salsa scene in the city, and some people don't know this, but like there's a really, really big Puerto Rican presence in the city of mm-hmm. Chicago, and you know, you have you know local labels that were recording in the late '60s, early '70s, you know, and that's kind of a mirror of like what's going on in New York. Right. And so, but, you know, but you don't think of Chicago as this sort of hub for salsa, but it's a very strong scene that's been there, uh, that's been doing that work in terms of the kind of Puerto Rican and, and Afro Cuban influences. Um, you know, because you have people doing plena, people doing bomba, things like that. And then, you know, you have, you know, uh, in the kind of more American popular music side of things, you have like house music coming out of Chicago yeah. and. Latinos are a big part of the sound of, of house music, you know, kind of gestating in the 70s through the present, you know, mm-hmm. you know, and so that's like, the, it's a huge scene, uh, definitely, and how Latinos are very much part of, like, the, the formation of house music in Chicago, and then, you know, you have, some people don't know this either, but, like, Chicago's home to one of the largest populations of Mexicanos yes. in the United States. Yeah. It's, it's like third or fourth to East L.A., but people don't really know that, you know. So, but you know, Chicago is a very, very much Latino, very, very much Mexican city, and so um, a lot of música regional mexicana. And um, people maybe recall the whole Pasito Duranguense thing, like about 15 years ago. Uh, that was all coming out of Chicago. So, you know, we have different scenes, Latinos participating in them in different ways, um, and. I think, you know, us as a band, uh, kind of, you know, we recognize that history and how that feeds into, you know, just our, what makes kind of our presence possible in the, in, in the city, uh, for sure. And you were just mentioning ESO, like, I think they're a good representation of, um, how different, you know, and diverse the bands and their sounds are. Cause, you know, we might draw some similar influences, but we don't really sound too similar, mm. you know, uh, and so, and that's great. <laughs> so how about, okay, we got Chicago deep dish pizza, we got yeah. <laughs> Chicago style hot dogs. What's the, sure. what's the Chicago ta- taco or torta look like? I mean, is it, is it, is it a wet <laughs> torta or what you got? <laughs> I think you get it all, man. You get it all because uh, there are people from all over Mexico that live in Chicago. You got a big... You know, Michoacan contingency, a big Guanajuato contingency, a big Puebla, Poblano contingency. So depending on what, what restaurant you go to, you're going to find different styles of tacos <laughs> and all the rest of it, man. Uh, there's a lot of good Puerto Rican and Cuban food, too, man. <laughs> so what about some of the venues out there that maybe some of, you know, our local artists, where do they where are they probably going to play out there that, you, you know, you find home out there in Chicago? 
Yeah, um, there's uh, we have a lot of live music venues and and uh, you know really really great music venues in the city, and so some of the ones that I do see folks kind of travel through uh, are places like uh, Martyrs, um, Lincoln Hall, uh, Talia Hall. Uh, there's a newer place they just opened up called Sleeping Village, uh, which is uh, really great. And I, I, they, they've been booking a lot of sort of Latino artists, uh, as, as far as I've seen. Uh, but then, you know, apart from the kind of live music venues, and those are just a couple to name to name a few. But um, and there's all like Sub T and other places. But tons of festivals, tons of festivals in the city of Chicago. I mean, there's a street and neighborhood festival and music festival, multiple happening every weekend from like May through September. Nice. And a lot of people roll through those. So uh, speaking of touring and shows coming up, you guys are going to be out here uh, early August. Yes. Uh, Unannounced or? Uh, yeah, and uh, Friday the third at the Sony Vero Friday uh, party, and then the fourth at the rooftop at Fox uh, Fox Theater. Oh, okay, there in uh, in Pomona. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was on the fourth. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, anything else? Any other bands that are already pro- side projects, or what else? Or who was part of the, your uh, production team when you were, guys were getting logos out? Yes, yeah, so we. Um, so this is our, I guess, third release. Uh, we did a, you know, so our first one was a full length. The second one was an EP on Electric Cowboy Records out of New York. And uh, this uh, this latest record logos is all on a um, an independent local label in Chicago uh, that is called International Anthem, and we feel really fortunate to work with them. They're amazing people. They do amazing work, and they've been really a catalyst for a lot of great progressive music in the city for the past few years uh, and they've getting a lot of love from all over the place critics and just folks who are audiophiles and into to, to music that's you know kind of genre and boundary defying and so we link up because they sort of recognize that in us and so we started making the record summer 2017 uh worked on it for a number of months alongside with them um, and their support. And so one of the things that I, I, I think deserves mention is that, you know, what what you hear on the record is definitely the product of, of, of us being able to work for that amount of time. You know, oftentimes you go into the studio as, as, a, as an artist and um, – you go in there and you document basically, right? It's like you already have what you're going to record and you already things that are road tested or whatever and and that's the process. And that's fine and we've done that before and a lot of people do that. But when you have the opportunity to work for months on end, uh then the music really takes on uh another another tenor, another tone, because uh, 'cause you're able to 
uh, at least for us, we were able to experiment, to really incubate ideas, to innovate a lot of kind of things that we were trying to do. And and so uh, that was kind of thanks to, to working with, with the label and hand-in-hand with them. And it was it was amazing, an amazing experience. And it took a year to, to put the, the record out. And so it's on International Anthem. It's on, you can buy the 12-inch vinyl. We have a couple seven-inch singles that were released. Uh, and so now we're kind of hitting the road in support of it. But that that's, those are the folks that we work with, and it's Chicago through and through, you know. And we were able to... Um, Work with a lot of really cool people too that are that make cameos on the record. So um, some of the arrangements uh, for the horn sections were were done by a, a local jazz uh, musician who's a great friend named Nick Mazzarella. He did all the arrangements, and we were able to land our, our friends, uh, the horn section from Antibalas out of New York. Uh, so they, so the horns that you hear on the record are Antibalas. It's the Antibalas horn section. Uh, I've, I've known personally Martin Perna, the the, uh, the director of the group, for for a long, long time, and they just happened to be rolling through Chicago, and we kind of asked, like, hey, would you be willing to play on the record? And first, I was just thinking of him, but then he sort of volunteered the whole horn section, so we we made it happen. Um, and then there's also. Um, uh, another local jazz uh, player named Ben Lamar Gay, who actually just dropped a record on International Anthem as well. It's amazing. Check it out if you can, Ben Lamar Gay. Uh, and then uh, uh, another friend of ours named Roger Reeves, who's a poet. Uh, he's a poet, spoken word poet, uh, who who lends his voice uh, with a really amazing, powerful message on the record. And so I feel like there's a lot of collaboration on it, and you know, we we had a great time making it, and we had the the again the the great the great sort of experience of being able to do all this work with with a lot of really like-minded you know, progressive artists. Uh, um, yeah. Alex, um, I watched yep. the YouTube video guys, a uh, video that you're, you guys uploaded about kind of the process of making the album. And I know mm-hmm. you mentioned you started in the summer 2017. And I know that was yep. kind of like a, kind of a weird time, especially with all like the rallies and things. I think you guys mentioned that. So, you know, seeing that like your final product, I know it sounds like really fun and upbeat, but like you said, you had that spoken, um, your friend that did sp- like poetry. So mm-hmm. how does that all like fuse? You know, trying to have like this cool, almost kind of danceable sound, but also try to like embed a message in it and kind of, um, yeah. Yeah, I think that you know, um, like musical uh, kind of sounds can can oftentimes be very deceiving, right? Because. Mm-hmm. You know, if something sounds happy, I guess, if you want to put it that way. Um, but if you really listen to people, what people are saying, oftentimes it's the most heart-wrenching thing ever, <laughs> right? Or it's like the most melancholic thing or whatever, this is melodrama about the thing, right? You know, some of the songs, if you think about them, that you love the most that are like, and you really listen to what's being like, oh, my God, <laughs> right? And so I, I think that that's a dynamic that, can be there in a lot of music and for us within the context of this record you know we just went into it wanting to extend what we were already doing which was taking the kind of foundation of latin american music and song 
that really forms the basis of, of who we are um, as a band, but always sort of distilling it through this kind of experimental lens. We've always done that, and this time we got the opportunity to do it, uh, you know, in a really, really, really extensive way. But to your point, not only that, right? Yeah. But then we were making the record at this really intense time. And so lyrically, creatively, thematically, uh, it's a concept record. I mean, even the, 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 the name of it and the name of the title tracks, logos, right? This notion of logic, which really is about sort of staking a claim. And so, you know, part of what we talk about oftentimes is that it's, you know, how do you stake a claim creative and artistically in a dignified way at a moment when, you know, your communities are, are being dehumanized, right, or treated in the most undignified way? Right. Mm -hmm. And so for us, it, you know, it, it's like, how do you do something with integrity without concern with how things should sound or expectations? Right. And to sort of really claim that freedom to, to do that and, and also lyrically to speak to that in certain ways. I mean, we're not beholden to a, a specific type of political message, but I think there's something very much inherently political about doing what we do. Definitely. And so. Um, if you read the lyrics too, like a lot of it is is very self-reflexive and conversational, and it's about dialogue. Mm -hmm. um, every one of those. I mean, again, it's a concept record, so if you kind of read carefully, you get a, a really sense of the kinds of conversations that are rather intense, um, that are that are kind of really feeding into uh, the lyrics, but are very much reflective of that time. I mean, we're talking about. Um, increased deportation campaigns in the summer of 2017, what you mentioned, right, these sort of white supremacist rallies mm -hmm. that are happening, the kind of violence around that, the gunning down, continued gunning down mm -hmm. of black folks in the streets, the, the ridiculous disaster that continues to be Hurricane Maria. Uh, you know, that's, you know, our Conguero has family there in Puerto Rico, right, and has to sort of deal with that fallout himself just as, you know, in terms of his family, right? So all these things are, are kind of swirling around as we're trying to, you know, make this art. And um, it was intense, and I think there is an intensity to the record that, one, is intentional, but is also just reflects, like, the moment that we were in. So a lot of times I hear the term artivist. So as a, not an activist, as, but a combination mm -hmm. of artist and activist. So do you, have you heard that term? Do you associate with that term? Yeah, I've heard it. And I think people use it who, who do have a more intentional sort of political project, right? Um, and I think that... As individuals, some members of the band okay. definitely do that, okay. right, where use art to, like, organize or create awareness, but in a, in a very, very intentional way. Mm -hmm. So someone that comes to mind to me is a good friend of mine that's actually based there in L.A., Marta Gonzalez, the uh, lead singer yeah, of Quetzal. Quetzal. Yeah. 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 yeah, so I've, I've known her like, going on two decades. So, uh, yeah, I've known a long time. So that's someone who comes to mind, right, in terms of the work that she does, etc. And so I, 
I don't know if Dos Santos necessarily is can be defined that way, but I think mm-hmm. again there is a politics to what we do. But I do think that as individuals, some of us do that kind of work, right? And so, um, yeah. But I and I think the people who are doing that work specifically, I mean, to use art to you know support certain causes or uh, to educate, uh, I think is is super important. And we've you know. We've had opportunities to do that and have taken them up um, at certain moments, um, you know, where it's like doing art and art appreciation sort of engagement with youth, which we've done on certain occasions, um, being able to participate in fundraising efforts for particular kinds of causes around social justice, uh, you know, and we, we, yeah, I mean, and when we've gotten the opportunity to do that, we've definitely taken it up because, um, I mean, it's important to support the kind of work that, that people are doing to try to, you know, uh, make make the world we live in a much, much better, tolerable, and just place. Again, we're here with Alex of Dos Santos, who they just released their uh, latest release, Logos, and uh, out on the, the label again? International Anthem. International Anthem. So I'd like to thank uh, you for your time, and, and especially Josie for introducing me to your music. And the first time when, you know, it was after our show and I was already home, I said, oh, you know what, because I had to leave early that day and I just didn't get a chance to hear everything she was playing because I was packing up and everything else. So she goes, oh, I don't know if you get a chance. Usually we talk between, you know, when songs are on, we talk about songs that mm-hmm. we're playing. And yeah. so I know I didn't. I didn't get a chance to really listen to. I'll take a good listen. So I did, and I right from the beginning, from start to go. You're saying it's a concept album. That's the thing. There's not a lot of artists that are doing whole albums that it's I can really hear through. <laughs> yeah. There's, I mean, there's a lot of singles that are out there, and there's nothing wrong with no. that. But I really enjoy when I can hear a whole album from start to go and say. This is a solid album, and I, that's not a whole lot of times I get a chance yeah, to say that. Yeah, like skip around. So, you know, really, um, hats off to you guys for a complete work there. Uh, no, thank you. Um, I mean, I think that, that that's, that's such a huge compliment, and, and we feel, you know, really grateful that, that we had the opportunity to, to make the statement, but then that it's getting out there and that, um, you know, that we get to meet folks like you who who, uh, who can talk to us about it and that, you know, it's uh, it's something that, 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 that you appreciate and, and that's, that's, the biggest, that's the biggest compliment, really. Thank you. Uh, did you want to, we want, like, to introduce another song? I played, uh, earlier I played, what I play? Uh, Logos, Manos Ajenas, Purisima. Um, I'm really liking coming. Man, there's so many. I know. It's like that. which one? So um, <laughs> go ahead. And I don't know what you'd like us to get into, but if you could go ahead and introduce it and tell us a little bit about the release. Sure. Yeah. Maybe uh, since Josie had mentioned the kind of um, Latin soul vibe, I guess there are a couple tunes that kind of invoke that a little bit. And one of them, I don't know if you played it, but it's called Caminante. Yeah, that's a good. That's yeah, a, that's a great song. <laughs> you you played it already? No, not today, but I played it. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, yeah, that one. Yeah, that's 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 very much a melodramatic <laughs> kind of track. Um, we we um, 
the the, the trumpet player uh, that that uh, is featured is, is again our good friend Ben Lamar um, out of Chicago. He's 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 brilliant. He's great. And he's he's a, he's a homie. He's a really really good friend of ours. And so we were really fortunate to have him just kind of come in and 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 blow blow on the on the on the track. And so uh, his magic is is definitely on there. And so yeah, that that I'd uh, I'd say if you want to play that one, by all means. So when are you guys going to be in LA again? It is the August third and fourth. The third would be so, in. Yeah, it's in LA. Um, the Sonidero Fridays okay. party. And I don't know the location. I think they sort of um, nomadic, and so they. Uh, if you go on their Facebook or website, um, they'll be announcing. And so, and on ours too, our socials where people are interested in following us, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or our website, it's What's all the handle? same thing. It's Dos Santos Shy, as in Chicago. Oh, okay. So Dos, San- Dos Santos Shy. Um, and so you can find us Instagram, Twitter, For Facebook, website. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's a great way to stay in contact with you guys. Yeah, of course. Okay. You know, just check out for updates on shows and links to buy merch, the record, whatever folks are interested in. Um, yeah. Okay, then. So once again, we're with Alex from Dos Santos. And right now we're going to get into one of their tracks from their new album's newest album, Logos. All right, thank Thanks, you. Alex. Thank you. Tune in to Illegal Intro Radio, Wednesday, 6 to 8 a.m. here on KCI. 